Now here's former Hollywood actress Tina Griffin back with more behind-the-scenes info on the Counterculture Mom Show. Showing us how we can walk out of a place of tremendous hurt and into a place of miraculous healing is what our guest today lives for. She is a best-selling, award-winning author and speaker and hosts the Live and Lively with Lane podcast. She just launched her second and latest podcast, Warfare Parenting Podcast. Hello. And she is live on Facebook every other Thursday at 7 p.m. Central. I need to check out that Warfare Parenting Podcast to get ready with our next parenting phase in life, teens. Ah! You're tuning into the Counterculture Mom Show. I'm your host, Tina Griffin. And I just want to say a huge thank you to Hope Outfitters for this sweet hat. You can find a ton of patriotic and other American goods at HopeOutfitters.com. Use code TINA, T-I-N-A, at checkout to save 10% off your entire order. And I have on a sweet tea from a church at Nolensville who let me steal this on Sunday. Our four kids got dunked, a.k.a. baptized, at the Sunday service. They all four gave their life to the Lord, and it was phenomenal to see that go down on Sunday. Shed some tears over here. This week, we are talking about exposing Satan's fear tactics with Lane Lawson Craft, author, founder of Living Lively with Lane. Lane, thank you so much for jumping on the program today while you're on the road. Yes, I am so excited to be here with you, Tina. This is amazing. Well, thank you for doing that. I know you're having fun with the grandkids, your daughter, and just need to see, I just dropped my mom off at the airport. It's neat to see that you're living lively with Lane and your family. They're all in one. Does your daughter ever jump on your podcast? She does. We in COVID, we were we were together quite a bit. So, um, and also, I was going to tell you, I'm with my grand dogs. I have grand dogs. <laughs> that is hilarious. I, I'm sure that Mikey, our dog, would love to be adopted by you guys as well. So we'll have to exchange some pictures here sooner than later. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now you've been married to what you said on your website here, your sexy husband Steve, for over 34 years. And you love to spend time with your two sons, daughter, daughter in love, and son in love. I love that. And you have a new book that's, that's going to be released here in March 2023 by Baker Publishing Group, The Parents Battle Plan Warfare Strategies to Win Back Your Prodigal. Hello, that is so needed today. You host summits, retreats, and master classes online. Lane, you do a lot of stuff. You are a spouse and a parent. What has been your greatest fear and why? Girl, I, you know, they're all kind of together. I would think the greatest fear is that I would fail miserably. You know, sometimes failure can be our greatest fear. And are you talking overall or as a parent, a specific area? Well, I think the way the enemy runs, he can put it anywhere, can he? I mean, when your teenager doesn't get home on time, you immediately think, oh my gosh, they've been in a wreck. Or your husband doesn't call and he's on the road for a business trip. So, you know, fear can really, it, it can come in and manifest in any instance of life. And were you always fearful and are you still fearful today? Or is this something in the past you mastered it and now you love helping other people who are dealing with this issue? Right. Well, you know, it's not a one and done. I'm not going to sit here and tell you I don't ever get fearful. But now I know where the fear comes from. I know where the war is really. And that's with the enemy trying to make us feel like God's not there or he's not in control or something good doesn't come out of it. So I believe with all my heart uh, that fear Man, it can paralyze you. It can keep you from making the right choice. 
But I want to encourage anybody today that when you realize where the fear is coming from, you know, I love to say this, girl, Tina, I am telling you, I learned to feed my faith and starve fear. And that really was pivotal in my life. I love how you said starve fear and something that came to my head while you were just talking, even though I haven't mastered this either, every now and then I'll fear something going on. I just feared that I would get in a car accident on the way back from the airport. I'm like, where did that thought just come in my head? When I typically, I typically don't fear. I don't have a lot of anxiety of other issues, but that is something I'm, I don't really struggle with. But when we fear and have anxiety, we can't control for the most part, what's going to happen to us anyway. You know what I mean? Like if something bad does happen, we could have rolled into that being fearful it was going to happen or enjoying our every minute and it happens. So either way, we might as well live life to the fullest. I'm already getting dirt off your website. And I just did some research on you half an hour ago. So obviously <laughs> your message is already working in my heart and mind. I mean, I like I said, it's not a one and done, Tina. As your kids get older, you know, I tell people small kids, small problems, big kids, much bigger problems. I mean, they're life altering choices when they get older. So again, like you said, every day you've got to be intentional. That's the most important thing. Just be intentional. And when those fears start kind of coming in, then you start feeding your faith and say, oh, no, no, devil, not today. No, no. The Lord told me that no weapon formed against me shall prosper, nor my children. And you just kind of start feeding that mentality and that mindset. I love it. I'm very interested in hearing your answer about this because I don't know the answer. You've mentioned you were living in a dead marriage for over 17 years. I had to reread the number 17 I know a lot of people that are, I'm impatient, but no, I know a lot of people that would give it 17 months. And if they were living in a dead marriage, they'd be gone or 17 weeks. Or how about celebrities, 17 days. So <laughs> tell us about your dead marriage and how did you overcome the anxiety and fear to believe in God for a miracle in your marriage? Well, that's interesting. You should say like you, you did. I mean, it was 17 years, but Tina, it grew. Life started layering. You know, you, you say I do, uh, with your husband, your mate and uh, your wife and, and you think happily ever after. Well, man, we were both entrepreneurs, Tina. So we were 20 something years old running companies and, and you know what that takes. And, and, and it just, you know, then we had a family. I had two miscarriages, then three children, less than three years and my baby girl was born preemie and very, very sick, life-threatening illnesses often. So man, we were just getting layered up. Man, life was getting heavy. Mm. Well, it was tough on the marriage. There was so much stress and then it became resentment. Mm. And basically at the end of this horrible season, we were at the opposite ends of the house, Tina. Steve lived in the garage that we closed in. That was his office and lived on a couch. And I was in the bedroom on the opposite end. You know, we wanted to stay together for our children, but it was dead. And what we decided, Tina, it was, it was just unbelievable. We decided if we were going to start over again, we were in our 30s, uh, late 30s. We said, if we're going to start over because he's good looking and I feel like, you know, I'm okay. Somebody would find me attractive down the road. We said, if we're going to start over. Why not start over again with each other? Uh, but we but we knew it would take God, Tina, because we'd hurt each other. 
We'd made a lot of mistakes. We said a lot of mean things. Mm. Uh, there was just a tremendous amount of resentment. And so we knew it was going to take the hand of God. And so we just fell to our knees. We said, Father God, we both failed you. Uh, we, we are desperate for you to move in this marriage. And Tina, he did. He moved. Praise the Lord, both of you were on the same page because it really takes both people that want to see God move. You can't control the other person. You know, we both know that. People watching know that. Can you go into a key word you just mentioned? Because I know that Luke and I struggled when we first got married. First seven years were rough. It was really rough. Someday we'll explain at a marriage conference what all went down. Uh, some of the dirt there, but we knew that we were going to stick it out. Either that or one or both of us would be dead. But luckily, we're a lot better today. We're like, you know, you're not leaving without me. I'm not leaving without you. Um, you mentioned the word resentment. Can you explain that a little further in deal, if you don't mind? What sure. did you resent him over and what did he resent you over? Well, first, I want to say you're exactly right, Tina. I, I always when I speak about marriage restoration or reconciliation, listen, we both gave 110 percent. We say we even gave more than 100 percent. You you know, it takes two to make a marriage. It takes two to break a marriage. It takes two to reconcile a marriage. So, listen, I've, I minister to a lot of mates that really want to make a marriage work, but the other one just doesn't want to do it. Listen, you cannot change that. You can ask God to come in and change their hearts. But I just, if someone's listening today, I want you to know we love you and, and, and it takes two to restore a marriage. So like you said, I was blessed, Tina. Steve's dad and mom divorced when he was 13 years old. Well, guess what? Our son was 13 years old when I was walking out the door. So he had a choice. He could either redo what his parents did. And it was quite traumatic for Steve. It was at a, that 13 year old age was a tough age for that, to, the house to crumble. Uh, so anyway, uh, but yes, resentment, Tina, the resentment was so bad. Steve describes it for any man listening. He was literally like cussing under his breath, folding laundry, thinking to himself, what in the world am I sitting here doing folding laundry? And, and how many times has my wife done it? So what I'm getting to is we were keeping a tally. I don't know about if anybody listening today, but you know, you feel like you've cooked more meals, you've vacuumed more, you, you've watched the kids longer, picked them up at school more times. Change more diapers. Right. Yes. So that's where the resentment was. We were like, we were just, we were just expecting a lot from one another. And it was just coming out a big fat zero. So well said. So you put that aside. We're going to learn more here in a minute about how you overcame your fear. Praise the Lord that generational curse was broken. A quick word from our sponsor. We'll be right back to dig in deeper. Parents, does your high school student have a plan for their future? Will they attend college, trade school, or enter the workforce? The whole planning process can be confusing. Envision Life Academy is a comprehensive career and college planning service dedicated to help you navigate career and college selection, financial aid, and the admission process. Visit EnvisionLifeAcademy.com to learn how they can help. Enter promo code TINA to receive 20% off your first month service. EnvisionLifeAcademy.com. Lane, thank you so much for being so transparent. We're talking sure. about overcoming fear and anxiety today. 
Lane, what are some personal ways that you overcame fear? Well, the first thing I did, again, is I began to pull the word of God out. I got kind of sucked in into the you know, the, the what we hear in our culture, you know, that uh, your kids are going to turn out terrible. Uh, your marriage isn't going to make it. Uh, all of those things. And so I began to just get into the word of God, Tina, and believing it with everything that I was. I, I just started matching what the word said that, you know, again, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. And I just would apply that to my children, to my relationships that were broken. And, uh, and the promises, you know, that God says that all things will work for good for those that love him and serve him. So I just started really holding true to those things. When the fear started to take root, I would just take the word of God and put the truth to it. And really, it's a matter of feeding faith over fear, Tina. It's so wild. I've heard so many people in the past at conferences, guests on this program, radio shows I tune into that would say the exact same words that you say, just trust, have faith, read scripture, believe in it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just said it. And it was like, God was like, literally trust what you're reading. I don't know what it is about you, but you said it. And I I actually am hearing what you're saying. (laughs) Probably a good thing. It is that simple. It really is that simple. Believing what is printed in the Bible and what God says is unbelievable. Okay, you share that fear is one of Satan's greatest weapons. I couldn't agree more because obviously he's trying to stop us from doing what God has placed in our life. Could you tell us more about this? Just about fear as in failure. I mean, look, mothers and wives daughters. I mean, we're everything. I mean, we are expected to do it all. And, and, you know, we can't, I I want anyone to listen today, not, not a dad, not a mom. We can't be all and do all. So again, just don't allow that expectation to come in and make you feel like maybe you're not going to add up. Maybe your kids, maybe they're messing up and you feel like that's a reflection on you. It's not, you know, I, I just know that the way I overcame most of my fears, Tina, is simply looking at it through the lens of God. Maybe not even through the word, but through the lens of God. You know, I, I, there was a, a, a time in my life that the Lord gave me this word and I didn't understand it. It was refractory light. And I had to go look at that. It's, 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 it's a lens type way you look at it. That you go up and through a mirror and come down. And so I just heard the Lord say, Lane, when you're facing something, whether it's in business or in your marriage, with your kids, come up to me, look at it through my eyes, that nothing is impossible, that I'm with you. I'm never going to leave you and come back down to the situation I was facing. Fear cannot survive that, Tina. It looks completely different. And it's wild too, just from what you just said, it makes me question how many things do we do as parents that we might do wrong because our parents might have done it a certain way that's not perfect, which nobody's perfect, but we just take what we've observed, what we've experienced as kids, and now we're doing that and repeating it with our kids when we really don't want to be doing it the same way because we didn't like it when we were kids. 
anyway, for whatever that's worth, I know that you understand what I'm trying to say. I do. So when your husband was going through these years of being disgruntled and, and angry and resentment towards you and vice versa, you struggled with fear and anxiety, and then you turned to the word of God and things got better. Did he ever struggle with anxiety and fear? I'm sure he did, Tina. But again, he was he's a very responsible type of man. He he takes on the world. He he you know, he he's a firstborn son. So he's automatically taking on too much responsibility sometimes. Um, So, yeah, uh, Steve is a man of perseverance. If there's one thing you can talk about, Steve Craft, he is so persevering and he was holding God, you know, to to the reins. He was like, I'm going to, God, you're going to have to do this. You're going to have to move through me for my business, for my finances, for my marriage, for my children. And again, Tina, the unique thing about Steve and I is we've had some tremendous um, uh, darts of the enemy against our marriage, against our businesses, against our children, raising teens to young adults. And yet God has never failed us. And and, and we had to be patient. You mentioned that earlier. And we had to make a commitment, Tina, to break some generational curses, to 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 do things differently. And it's just been a blessing. It's just been such a blessing. What have your kids said for statements over the years, seeing how it was hell for the first several years? They were young, but they probably still remember, you know, some chaos or why was dad living in the garage and sleeping separate? What have they said over the years while witnessing you two coming back together and basically starting over again, which I think is so cool. If you're going to start over again, why not with each other? You're both committed to each other. Did you start going out on dates again? What did you do to bring that back to life? And what did your kids say as a result of watching this roll out to see what God can actually do in a relationship? Well, it's interesting you should ask that, Tina, because we kind of thought we were we were hiding it from the kids. You know how you think, oh, they're not picking it up. Tina, the kids could pick it up. The tone of voice, mm-hmm. the uh, underlying anger, the the short fuses. Uh, so we were kidding ourselves thinking the kids, you know, the kids, they knew. Uh, looking back, I know that just recently, I would say in the last year, my eldest son, Stephen, that's now 31 and married, said to us, y'all don't know what I could have ended up like if you had not restored your marriage. Oh. I mean, you talk about making, you know, us just melt. We literally, first and foremost, we gave God everything. We gave God our, our mistakes, our failures. Uh, we forgave one another and said, I'm not going to hold you accountable. I'm not going to hold you accountable. And we started again, literally from scratch. And we did. We started dating each other. But we did have a third party, Tina. I really want people to hear this. We found a Christian counselor. And the reason we believe a Christian counselor is important is they have a lens of God, too. They have the theory, but they also have the faith. And so we really believe that a Christian counselor is what you need to have. And then we also agree you need to go to one. He doesn't need to go to one and you go to one. You need to go together. Because how are they ever going to know the whole story unless they're sitting with both of you? So we went a lot, girl. We went on Mondays. I went on Mondays. Steve went on Wednesdays. Then we went together on Fridays. And we did it 18 months, Tina. And we did it on a visa. We were broke. We were dead broke. And we went to a Christian Christian place that you know charged you for what you could pay. And they saw how diligent and how 
We were not letting anything get in the way of us making this marriage work for the three children that we had at home. You have a sweet declaration, these cute declaration cards with an excellent reminder on our loving God, which is Ephesians 3.20. Can you share it with everybody? Well, this is our personal life statement, Tina. I can't believe you pulled this because this is what we believe. When our kids were disobedient and flipping cars and getting in trouble, when our marriage, when we were at the opposite ends of the house, when Kaylee was sent home to be uh, really, they just said, we've done all we can do for her. This is the God we know. What seemed impossible, what seemed like would never happen. God did exceedingly and abundantly more than we could think dream or imagine. And so, and and I just think that is so powerful for somebody today because listen, fear can take you over. You can start thinking it'll never happen for me. Listen, he did it for me. He did it for my husband. He did it for our marriage and our kids. And what I want to tell you today is testimony. I believe it's the Greek or Hebrew means do it again. So every time we share, not only does it defeat the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony, the the enemy is defeated. But when we speak it like we are today, it means God's going to do it again and again, and again. And I believe that for someone and many people today, Tina. Um, We're going to know how to get connected with Lane right after a quick word from our sponsor. We are in a cancel culture. Is your money safe? Are you holding it in a place that shares your conservative Christian values? If your funds are not with a financial institution that shares your values, they may be in jeopardy if you are not in agreement with their secular values. American Christians could lose billions of charitable donations without even knowing it. Capstone Legacy Foundation's charter ensures that we follow donor intent. Please go to capstonelegacy.org to help us see if you need to change where you are holding your assets for planned giving. That's capstonelegacy.org. All right, everybody, you've heard the life-giving words from Living Lively with Lane right here on the Counterculture Mom Show. You have to check out Lane's online store to get her transformational book, literally, actually several transformational books, promise cards, and more. LaneLawsonCraft.com. Lane, what can everyone find on your phenomenal website? Well, I want them to be on a lookout too, Tina. My new book comes out next March, you mentioned, and I'd love to come back and talk about it because it's called The Parent's Battle Plan, Warfare Strategies to Win Back Your Prodigal. And so you will find that there next spring. But right now you can find the best-selling, award-winning, Enjoy Today, Own Tomorrow. It is a three-step process to turn your hearts to healings. I've got a journal that goes with it that you can personalize it. You've got greeting cards that are blank. You've got declaration cards to declare the Word of God and promise cards to speak over your life. And then a 365-day devotional book. And start again from scratch, a no-fail recipe to revive your marriage. You can find it all at LaneLawsonCraft.com. Also receive updates on upcoming events, new books, inspirational messages, and more. And I'm sure on your website as well, LaneLawsonCraft.com. Check this link out in the show notes. You'll find it. People can also book you to come speak in their area. Sure. We'd love to come. I'd love to come. I would love to come and inspire a community of women or church events, wherever you need me. I would love it. And then also they can listen to your weekly podcast for encouragement and life transforming reminders. You have a recent episode I just found out about on anxiety and your tweens. 
Can you please tell us where to go to get your podcast and what you covered in that one? How can we help our teens who are struggling with anxiety, especially because of COVID, wearing a mask, doing online schooling now, separated from their friends? Fill us in on that podcast and where we can get all your great podcasts. Sure. So you can get it off my website. All the podcasts that I do, the Live and Lively with Lane and the Warfare Parenting, it's under the podcast tab or anywhere podcasts are aired. But real important, I'm glad you asked about it. Teens and tweens and and anxiety is real. So the biggest thing I can tell someone today is don't minimize it. If your child's saying, I've got headaches, or if your child's saying, my stomach hurts, you know, back in the day, we could brush that off. Today, we can't. What they're saying to us is something's not right in my life. I'm scared or I'm worried or I'm anxious. So the first thing I would say is make sure you're listening to your tween or teen about anxiety or what they might, you know, if they're, if they're not wanting to go to school or if they're, you know, if they're telling you things that you're not interpreting as anxiety, I'm just asking you to listen with a new ear. Lane, you're phenomenal. I knew I'd like you right off the bat. Keep up the excellent work. And uh, yeah, just keep plugging forward. Let's save lives together. Very honored to have you on the program today. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tina. Get ready for part two of the Counterculture Mom Show right after this short commercial break. Let's face it. Our kids don't have great options when it comes to getting their first phone. Introducing Gab Wireless. Gab has talk, text, calculator, alarm, calendar, radio, and... That's it. What more do they need? And the best part, Gab users spend 80% less time on their phones than the average teen. That means they'll spend more time playing outside, developing talents, and learning how to talk to actual humans. So if you want your kids to live life outside the screen, go to GabWireless.com and get them a Gab phone today. Save 30% off on all Gab devices when you use the promo code TINA at checkout. That's T-I-N-A. 